This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Wow, God's presence is so amazing, eh? I, I just love that song, Better is One Day in Your House and Better is One Day in Your Courts than a thousand thousands elsewhere. I mean, we can just sit in, in this presence almost for the next hour and it will just be amazing. Yes. So. Man, we are so excited to be back. And I'm now married, man. That's, that's quite awesome. It, it feels like legit to have, have a ring and everything. I've, I've found such a good thing, eh? I found such a good thing. I can't wait to see what favor I will obtain from the Lord according to Proverbs 18 verse 22. I'm standing on the promises of the word. Yeah, it's lovely to have Rihanna um, here. Um, yeah, and I, I can just commend her. She's a brave woman. The, the day that we, we sort of, we realized there's something in the air, like some nice little song. Um, I just told her, listen, I'm coming to Valfus Bay and, and uh, without flinching, she just said, so I told her now, listen, okay, we can, we can talk a bit about that. So I, I, when I came up now after the wedding, um, I said, you can sit on the front seat and we can fill the bucket with whatever you want to bring to Valfus Bay. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, God blessed us with such a special wedding, wedding day. We were um, especially blown away by so many words that, that friends of ours came to share during the, the ceremony and, and of, of people that didn't even know about people that's given other words and there were so many confirmations I was almost crying throughout the service because I couldn't believe how God was speaking on the day people that saw pictures of paintings that Rihanna has, has painted for us like we believe that God has, has said prof- prophetically to us as a couple and people that didn't even know about that would say yeah I see this picture of a, of a little boat and then they would talk about what, what they were feeling God was saying about this little boat and we've got a like a portrait of a boat hanging above our bed. So many um, things like that. We God is so faithful and it was so precious for me to see that your oh, God is really in this and God really wants to bless us. It was it was such a um, tremendous experience for me. And we had a lovely honeymoon. We were so privileged and blessed. We could um, enjoy the beauty of God's creation. We had the privilege of, of snorkeling and seeing amazing tropical fish. God is such a magnificent and detailed creator. I can't believe it. These little fishes and all the color in them. I was just like, wow. God is, makes Victoria Falls and then he makes a little fish like this that glows in the dark. It's, it was just amazing. And we are very glad to be here safe. We've traveled a, f- a few miles to get here. We're settling in, in well, and we are just very much looking forward to, to seeking God and to seeing His kingdom come together with you all. I mean, it's, it's awesome to, to be married now, but we are also so excited because we know that we are, we are where, where God wants us to be, and that for me and Rihanna, that's something that really excites us. Anyway, let's get to the message this morning. Studies have shown that adults check their their smartphones between 50 to 300 times a day okay that's a quite a big range but but um i looked at a few uh, 
figures from different studies, but between 50 to 300 times we check our phones. How's that for a bit of distraction, eh? I saw a comic this week. Someone sent it to me, and they said, I finally realized this. I can't believe it. I'm imprisoned by my phone. That's why they call it the cell phone. <laughs> anyway, huh? So this message this morning is incoming call, right? Incoming call. With all these distractions, I mean, there's so many other things going on, but just with our phone, all the distraction that there is, if God were to ring us up today, will we be ready and excited to take the call? Will, will, we, be, will we accept or decline? Still, still dialing up the phone theme, I don't know if you've experienced this. Sometimes I'm, I'm busy on my phone or maybe on my computer and I'm just about, I really need to send this email now. I really need to make this payment right now with EFT or, or maybe I need to print out the notes for the Sunday sermon and then all of a sudden, updates installing. I don't know if any one of you have experienced that. But so sometimes it's a bit annoying, but updates on, on our smartphones and on computers, they usually get, get rid of bugs and it improves the security and in the end it ensures a more functional Apple program. How often do we allow God to update us? Okay? Because with a phone it's also a time where the phone needs to just sit there and you need to wait and you look at that little stripe and you're like, did it move now? Did it not move? You know? But it, it means it's a time where, where, where a phone or a device just needs to relax a bit and just sit there and be updated. Okay? How often do we allow God to do that with us? We as Shofar Wolfers Bay have a few specific areas that we want to be updated by the Holy Spirit of God. We are trusting to grow in prayer. Okay? Just to spell it out a little bit in very simple terms, speaking to God and speaking His truth into the Spirit. We want to grow in worship, knowing who God is and expressing who God is daily beyond mere song. Okay? Worship is not just song. We want to worship God. And we, when we know who He is, we worship Him and the way we live daily expresses who God is through our worship of Him. Community. Now I realize we often talk about community, but what, what does that actually mean? It, it means for us as a church to be together and to be there for one another as a spiritual family. Okay? These are the areas that we want to grow in this year. These are the areas that we want to be updated in. Giving. Giving with our time. Giving with our gifts. Giving in finances. Um, and then also witnessing. Witnessing means we're speaking about who God is to the world around us, okay? So these are specific areas through, throughout this year that, that we want to grow in and want, we want to be updated in. I realize I often check my phone because I'm looking for something new and exciting to be entertained by. I check, oh, did I get a WhatsApp message? Oh, did, did I get, is there some, someone who liked Donnie's welfare's buy so far post? He's so faithful with that. Um, the, is there what's new on sort of Flipboard or did I get an email? It's, it's, it's so easy to, to get distracted because we've got this craving for something new all the time. Okay? We want to be entertained. 
This morning, have we come to church to be entertained? Did, did I come here to entertain? Personally, I, I've, I've come to Walfus Bay and I've come to this church not to be entertained, but for myself coming here, I want to know God more. This week as I was preparing, I was just like, God, I want to know you more. I've just got such a desire. Sometimes I almost get frustrated because it feels uh, there's just so much more that I can know and so much more than I can grow. And, and, and that's why I've come here. And, and hopefully in some way as, as myself and as we get to know God more, we can make him known more in this town. Amen. So I apologize if this seems like a boring sermon and we're going back to the same things every week and so, but we can't expect God to, to say new and exciting things every week if we actually haven't obeyed and completed the command that he's given us in season, okay? So, so I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm uh, disappointing some people here, but we don't come to God and we don't come to church to be entertained. We come to know Him. We come to obey and to walk out the, the word that He's speaking to us in season. Amen? I love, I love the scripture in Isaiah, I think it's 55, where it says, His word will not return void to Him. Okay? It talks about how the rain goes um, from heaven and it, and, it, and it waters the earth and it produces crops okay so we need to have that same expectation this year that as God speaks to us we 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 take the things that he's telling us to do we take it and and his promise is sure we will see fruit we will see growth in our lives hallelujah I want to ask you have you you made that firm decision it's it's all over the place okay we want to grow have you made that decision this year that that we want to grow as we said in the beginning of this year healthy things grow okay that's a sobering thing. Think about that again. Just for me, every now and then this year, I'm just asking myself, am I growing? Because healthy things grow. And I, I, I remember in the beginning of the year, we were so excited. We literally painted the church and said all these things. We want to grow this year. But at this stage, it's a few, it's, I can't believe it. I've, I'm almost, this is my fourth month in Valvers Bay. It's going like that. I can't believe it, okay? But so, so New Year's resolution, how's your New, New Year's resolution looking? Is it picking up a little bit of rust or is it still going strong? Okay? What, what, if, what have we specifically done? What have you specifically done to, to grow in prayer and to grow in worship? We specifically, at this stage, we're focusing on prayer, okay? And, Maybe if you, sometimes we just need to be honest, okay? If you don't have a desire to grow, what is standing in your way? It's, it's not something to be ashamed of. Sometimes our bodies is the flesh. Our, that means sort of our human, natural, physical desires. I just want to watch TV now. I just want to eat chips now. I just want to sleep now. And then the alarm goes off and then I just... Um, What's it? Uh, snooze again and again. Sometimes that's where we're at, and then we need to be honest, you know, and just come before God and say, "Lord, I want to know you." But yo, uh, Jesus told His disciples in in the Garden of Gethsemane, "The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak." You know. Sometimes we just need to tell one another, "Yes, you know, I'm just struggling a bit. Let's pray." And and as we as we go, as we get into the Word of the God, as we come together and encourage one another as as we close our doors at home and we speak to God we sort of build up momentum in the spirit okay and then desire 
the desire to know God will also grow. I want to share, there's only four scriptures I'm going to share this morning. John 4, verse 22 and 10. John 4, 22 and verse 10. Philippians 3, 7 and 8. Philippians 3, 7 and 8. And then we're going to end off with Hebrews 11, verse 6. Hebrews 11, verse 6. It will come up on the slides again. And then 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7. But so the first scripture um, is where Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman at the well. Okay, I know I might have shared this either in intercession before or even in church. But it was just a scripture that God was, like I said, God took me back to this thing and and reminded me of this so john 4 verse 22 jesus speaks to the samaritan woman and she say and he says to her she was she told him um, our forefathers were worshiping on this mountain i'm um, talking about the samaritans and then jesus told her you worship what you do not know we know what we worship okay that's not the full scripture the last part just talks about the for salvation is from the Jews but this just struck me you worship what you do not know we know what we worship and then jumping back a bit this also struck me in verse 10 also in John 4 Jesus answered and said to her sorry if you knew if you knew the gift of God who it is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Okay? As I was praying for today, I just sensed God saying, and, and it came out through worship as well. I think Robert also shared it about intercession. He, God wants each and every one of us here this morning to truly know him. Okay? Like Robert said, it's not just a special, specialized group that can intercede and pray. God wants each and every one of us to pray. God wants each and every one of us to truly know Him. Okay, we're going to get to it a bit later in, 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 in the sermon as well, but it's not just some priest that can know God. Each and every one of us, through Jesus Christ, have the right to be a child of God and to know Him. Okay? Who is your God? Do we, do we know Him? When we truly know who God is, we can't help but to repent of things. We can't help but to worship. We can't help but to pray. We can't help but to want to give and to want to witness boldly, joyfully, lovingly, truthfully. When, when I went to, to university, I got saved at, at school. I, I encountered God and I didn't even I didn't respond to an altar call. I didn't have a lot of teaching. I just, I just God showed Himself to me in a way that I just knew, God is alive and everything in the Bible is true. Okay, so that was at school. When and when I went to varsity, I could never understand why do I need to drag and nag people to prayer meetings and to small group. I mean, I rocked up at my at my at my residence and and as a first year and I asked them where are these meetings happening even before they could invite me okay but that's the I'm not boasting in myself but that's the grace of God that that 
the grace of God has started a good work in me, and he, and he, he has never stopped with that good work, okay? That's the grace of God that, that did something in my life, okay? I can just glorify God for that and boast in that. But, but I want, the point I want to make is that that, that that sort of encounter, that knowing of God is, is, is there for each and every one of us. I just know, I mean, sometimes, like I say, sometimes the, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. Sometimes life happens, you know. Sometimes there's a lot of circumstances that weighs heavy on us. Sometimes we are just tired and, and, and so on. But, and, and in my own life, I know, then I, then I realize, Lord, I really need to press in now. I really need to come to you and to seek your face. I need to, I need to have my, my, my lampstand filled again with, with your oil, that, that knowing of God, that experiencing him. And, and that's what I want to encourage you with this morning. That, that is available for each and every one of us. Okay, um, In that place where we encounter and experience God, I believe the same words that um, Paul wrote here in Philippians 3 will be true for us. This is one of my favorite scriptures. I love this, this scripture. Philippians 3 verse 7 and 8. I just want you guys to hear the passion that Paul is talking with here. And, 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 and I pray that we will have, each and every one of us will have that passion. Even for myself, um, this, this week it was a very busy time and it was an exciting time. And I came back and it's almost like I was struggling a bit to get traction. But I just know I'm righteous in God and I'm his child and this is my portion. And I'm just going to also dig into this even more now as we're settling more. Yeah, involves but so whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me, I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. Yes, furthermore, I count okay, sorry, I'm reading the amplified here because I love the passionate words that's being used here. Okay, so let's keep on going. Yes, furthermore, I count everything as loss compared to the possession of the priceless privilege the priceless privilege the overwhelming preciousness the surpassing worth and supreme advantage of knowing christ jesus my lord if you knew the gift of god who it is who says to you give me a drink you would have asked him and you would have given he would have given you living water he would the Samarit, Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman and what he was sort of say, indirectly saying is that we can know God. We can know who it is that we worship. When we know him, we can't help but to worship. Okay? I count everything a loss compared to the position of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. And of I love this, progressively, more and more, becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him perceiving and recognizing and understanding him more fully and clearly for his sake i've lost everything and consider it all to be mere rubbish refuse dregs in order that i may win christ the anointed one wow hey eh? that's 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 a mouthful okay I really believe that that is there for each and every one of us. Eh? When we know God, we grow in God and we go for God. Amen. One of, one of the most powerful weapons in my life 
in, in persevering in God over the last 17 years have been my personal encounters with God and the words that I kn- knew, know, knew, knew that He spoke to my heart. Okay? It's awesome to, to, to go to Bible school. It's awesome to learn principles um, from God's Word and, and to, to grow in our doctrine, to grow in theology, our, our knowledge of, of God. Okay? It's awesome. It's, it's, there's a place for that as well. But, but I want, like that scripture in Revelation says, we, they have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of, the, of their testimonies. Okay? And they did not love their lives unto death. That word of their testimonies. God, God has, I believe, for us sitting here, God has done something in your life. Okay? And if He hasn't done, let's pray together after this, uh, this morning and, and because God wants to, to a testimony is like God's story in your life. Okay? And, and that story of what God has done in your life, that, that encounter with Him, that experiencing of, of, of Christ, that knowing Christ, for me that has been the most powerful thing that has helped me to persevere in, in over these last couple of years, to keep on seeking God, to keep on worshiping Him, to keep on coming to church, times where you don't understand what's happening in your life. Why has this happened to me? And you know what? This doesn't really make sense to me at the moment. Then, then that place where, where you just know, you know what? There's a lot of things going on, but I know what I've experienced in God. I know what He has said to me in my life. Hallelujah. Now, we, we, I'll get to it, I'll, I'll repeat this again a bit later as well, but we, we as church, we are doing um, the God Encounter series. It's a series that's available on Shofa Online, and the lady who's, who's doing the teaching is called Suzette Harting, okay? She was the, the lady who, who led the intercessor, um, the intercession team for, for Reinhard Bonke for almost 16 years. Reinhard Bonke is probably one of the biggest evangelists of our time. Okay? And so we, we, on Monday evenings, we're coming together and doing these sessions. And she said in this last session, she said something that, that really shook me. Okay? We're talking about that each and every one of us can know God. Okay? So she said, God didn't tear the veil through the broken body of Jesus so that God could come out to meet us. The veil was torn that we could go in to meet with Him. Okay? So we, I've got a, it is Sunday, so let's, let's something I remember from Sunday school back in the day. Um, can we just go to those tabernacle um, slides, please? Okay. So, in the Old Testament, God spoke to Moses and he said he must, he must um, build a, a temporary dwelling for him. Okay, they called it the tabernacle. So, you can, you can see there's an outer court and then there's the, there's the tent. And then you can see there in the front, they sort of opened this picture so that you can see the, exactly the structure. So, you see that other purple curtain there with that small area behind there if you can see there's uh, the the ark of god is also there so that purple curtain there you can quickly go to the next slide that's that that's the the veil okay so in 
on this diagram you can see there's, there's the courtyard. That's where Israelites could go to, to bring their offering and the priests would help them to, to make the offering to God. Okay? And, and, but they, just the normal Israelites could only go into the courtyard. Then the holy place, the priests could go into the holy place. Okay? And then finally, once a year, the, only the high priest, the high priest alone, could go into the holies of holies. And if you see the holies of holies there, there's that little um, red line there. That, that red line there is the veil. Okay? And only the high priest could go beyond the veil. Sorry, and I actually once heard a story. I don't know ex- exactly. Sorry, I can't back it up necessarily with um that i can't say that i read it myself but i heard that they actually um tied a rope around the high priests and he had little bells okay so if he went into the holies of holies and god wasn't too happy and the people stopped hearing the bells ringing they would pull him out on the rope on his on his leg i don't know if that's just a story but anyway it's it's a i like stories it's a good story anyway the the bottom line here is okay that there's the holies of holies, okay? And only the high priest could go in there. And I don't know if you remember from, from Scripture in, in when Jesus died, okay? When he breathed out his last breath, it says in, in the temple, okay? The, the tabernacle was a temporary dwelling, but then Solomon built the temple, okay? And that was a replica of the tabernacle, all right? And when, when Jesus died, the veil actually tore completely, okay? And, and that's where we as believers, through accepting the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, can enter into the new covenant where we can go where in, in the Old Testament only the high priest could go. Right? So that's, that's, just, that's just a bit of background on this statement of Suzette Hutton. God didn't tear the veil through the broken body of Jesus that he could come out to meet us. The veil was torn that we could go in to meet with him. Now a thought that often shakes me to my eternal core is when I ask myself, Johannes, when you come to the end of your life, will you have lived a life where Jesus has died in vain? That's something that I ask every now and then. And I just cry out to God, Lord Jesus, you have done everything on the cross. You said it is finished. Lord, have mercy on me and help me to walk in the fullness of that which you've bought for me on the cross. Because I'm not going to come to the end of my life. And then in certain areas, yeah, Jesus died for that. But, yeah, you know, you never walked into that. Jesus died in vain for that. That's a scary thought, okay? But it's also something that sometimes we, we need to hear things like this, okay? Because I know for myself, that's something, when I ask myself that question, yo, then, then the flesh quickly needs to get into gear because then I, I want to run in the Spirit. And really, all these were, the, the, like Philippians 3, that knowing of Jesus, then I'm like, man, I want to know God. I'm going to close this door now. I'm going to switch off this phone. I'm going to spend time with God, Okay? So, I don't know about you, but I don't want to remain stuck in thought patterns, in habits, stuck on people's opinions, stuck on circumstances. Circumstances are real, but the gospel promises us 
that we will have tribulation, but in Jesus we can overcome, okay? I don't want to miss out, like it says in Ephesians, um, that God has prepared good works for us to walk in. I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want the Holy Spirit to hover over my life like He hovered over the chaotic waters in the beginning of creation. And then he, 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 they, they, out of the chaos, they brought cosmos. They brought order. They brought beautiful creation, the Trinity. I don't want the Holy Spirit to hover over my life and then I miss out on beautiful creations through my life. I don't know about you, but, but these thoughts and questions are not, I'm not sharing these things to condemn us this morning. I hope that it stirs faith in us. I hope that it stirs a hunger and a thirst in us for God. And just to remind us, you know, in God there's always an update available. That going into Him and just, it's, it's not that God's going to do something new. It's just for us to actually, it's like the software is there. The program is there. It's just for us to get with the program kind of thing. I believe when Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. Everything that could separate us from Him, that's the truth. It was dealt with. For us, it's just to walk in that which is already given us. God doesn't need to give us anything more. He's given us all things in Christ. It's just us to walk in it and for us to take hold of that which is already given us. Amen. Hallelujah. That's, that's very exciting for me. Okay? So these focus areas that, that we are talking about that we want to grow in, prayer, worship, community giving witnessing they aren't dead guidelines or or nice ideas it's all opportunities for us to know god and and to make him known okay we believe that god has got incoming calls for us as individuals as a church and he wants to speak to us as a congregation okay he's got incoming calls for us in these specific areas will we go look for other entertainment and remain in the place of distraction. Just want to quickly check here. I'm driving. Just quickly check here. I'm writing something. I just want to check here on my phone. When God is calling, will we accept the call? Or will we decline? Will we take hold of the opportunities where we can grow together as He speaks to us and teaches us through His Holy Spirit? Robert has already said it this morning, but I just want to emphasize it and, and just remind us again. Guys, we've got, we're not, we decided as leadership this year as well, we don't want, a, we're still a growing church, okay? And so we, we don't want to pack the week with a full, full program that people, when it comes to Sunday, it's like, Yo, I've done so much church today, I think I'm just going to sleep in and bry on Sunday. No, we've been, purposefully, we've, we've tried to, to make the week as, as compact as, as possible with the things that we do together as church, okay? We, we talk about we want to grow in community. In other words, we also don't just want to see one another when we do church things. We want to um, visit one another and spend time together, together even outside of ch the church program times, okay? That's why we try to create the open week where we can come together as well, Okay? But I really want to encourage you. So there's not a lot of things on the program. But let's take hold of those things that, that we are doing together. Okay? The small groups, Donnie, Robert, Trulene, Annette, Raymond. Speak to these guys. If you're not in a small group yet or you don't know where you might fit in, please, guys, everyone is welcome. There's, there, 
like I say, we're a growing church, but there, I believe there's a place where all of us can fit in. And then on, on Tuesday morning, 6 o'clock, we've got intercession. It's no prayer can stand and run with, sorry, no church can stand and run without praying people. Okay? And, and, and then also the growth short courses that we're doing, like I've mentioned, and Robert has also mentioned, Suzette, I think the God Encounter series that we're doing just with, within an hour. We're trying to suit it, fit it in just in an hour on Monday um, evenings. And, and guys, I'm, I'm really, for myself, I'm enjoying it so much. Like I said, I've got this desperation that I really, really want to grow. And, and this lady, she's, yo, she, she preaches, eh? And, um, we're really enjoying it, and, and the people that's, that, that are coming can, can feel how she's stirring our faith. Okay, so I want to encourage you um, around these things. Let's not just talk about it. Let's do it. Yeah? Let's be like Nike. Let's just do it. Okay? I want to end off with, with two scriptures. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Okay. Without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to him. For whoever would come near to God must necessarily believe that God exists. And I love this part. And that's what I want to encourage you with. He is a rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him out. Okay? In a way, this, this is a command. Even when our days seem mundane and we are tired and, and so on, we have to be expectant to encounter God. When we seek Him, we can expect daily bread. He promises, seek and you shall find. We, we have to en engage these things also. We can't just come to church or come to small group or come to the growth courses. Just sort of, let's see what happens. We have to come with faith. Okay? We have to come with faith. And, and that's why I want to end off with this because it's an amazing promise that He will reward us when we seek Him. Each and every one of us. When we make time to spend with God, when we seek Him out, He will reward us with His presence. He will speak to us. At the same time, I think, I don't, I'm not sure, maybe it's a good sort of advertisement to keep you guys wondering and interested but I think Robert might be talking about something along these lines next week but we have to trust him for miracles in our lives okay and we have to, to believe that he can move mountains in the lives of other people okay this knowing God it, it's not where it stops you know like I said when we know God we grow in God and we go for God alright so we have to have faith when we, when we believe that He's going to do miracles, when we believe that He's going to move mountains in other people's lives, the world says seeing is believing. But when we believe, we will see. Okay? And that's the last scripture I wanted to share with you guys. I've, I've, I've just shared a few thoughts with us this morning, but we walk by faith and not by sight. Okay, I want to encourage you with this, guys. Jesus, for each and every one of us, I believe at the end of our lives, and I trust, and I want to encourage you at the end of our lives, that Jesus would not have died in vain. Okay? He's there for us to know. We don't need to be like the Samaritan woman that 
job. We do some rituals on the mountaintop. We can know Him. Each and every one of us can experience God that we can speak with the same passion as Paul did in Philippians 3. Okay? And, and as, it, as we end off with, ended off with Hebrews 11 verse 6, we must, we must, every day we must wake up with faith that God's going to speak, God's going to do something, and He will reward us as we seek Him. Amen. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.